Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Check out our special deal. Try Blue Chew for free and use the promo code TMS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com with the promo code TMS to receive your first month free. Coming up on TMS, you'll have no toilets, no power, and no Lieutenant Yar. I don't like Yard P. No show yesterday. Oh no, I flushed. Ken! <laughs> Sediment tubes. One, two, three, fourteen. Giant praying mantis type unit. If it's brown, leave town. Mecca M&M. I like the Irish with their potatoes and their blight. You, you'll need a worm cart voucher. Vote for Pedro across the street. Don't sniff the pipe glue, kids. Godzilla versus Stan. Tom's tech time. Nicole stops being polite and starts getting real. And more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I wish I could escape from this gilded cage. Free to fly away like you, my little friend. Back to the real world I've all but forgotten. <laughs> The Morning Stream with Scott and Brian and a caveman. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's the Morning Stream for Wednesday, March 24th, 2021. Yeah, you didn't uh, imagine it. There was no show yesterday. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, yep. I I swear I remember doing a show. I know. <laughs> I know. That's how memory works sometimes, Brian. You don't know. You don't know what you've done until you've not done it, uh, is what I always say. But uh, hey, we didn't have a show. And the reason we didn't have a show is because, man, what a day. I, I'm just going to launch right into this. Okay. Monday, we have a plumber coming over. He's coming at nine. He told mm-hmm. us ahead of time that this will probably take him three hours. Okay. So nine, right, nine, nine, 10, 11, 10, 11 12, maybe right. noon, yeah. maybe noon, uh-huh. you know, no big deal. And he's supposed to come in here and put in a tankless, or as I now call it, thankless water heater. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. He's doing that because our two water tanks that we had, our water heaters, uh, uh, things were full of sediment and starting to rust and we're going to flood any minute. And we're like, we got to take care of this. And rather than just replace it with two brand new water heaters and then do this all again later on. In several years. Yeah. yeah, Just get something a little more permanent and a little more modern. So we went and spent basically our entire stimulus check on uh, or checks, combined checks on the uh, Mm -hmm. on the freaking thing on the on the tankless thing. Which looks like. Sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. What are you going to say? 
No, I said worth it. Oh, you know, I mean that uh, you're going to save so much money in the long run and in replacing them later on and that sort of thing. It's it's a no brainer. Yeah, it seems smart. Uh, mm-hmm. And it looks like this cool, I don't know, alien tech in that room. <laughs> it's this rad looking thing yeah, mounted yeah. to the wall, big stainless steel monster with big LEDs. Oh, if on only the front. they could have gotten H.R. Geiger to design uh, tankless oh. water heaters. Yeah, we should have got him before. <laughs> Before he died, he was like, hey, can you stop doing like, alien could you, penises? Could you design and, some yeah. tankless water heaters for us? Yeah, just before you before you kick off. And he'd say, it is pronounced Giger. And then die. That's how he, he would die. He tried Giger, I guess. I would, it's, hey, I've been saying it wrong my whole life, so that's uh-huh. just the way it is. Uh, but anyway, yeah. so uh, yeah, we got that uh, deal and we thought, okay, cool. You'll be here for three hours, which means we knew that that would mean a little bit of downtime for the water. And at some point of the day, I knew he had, or at some point in that three hours, I knew he had to turn the power off. But it's three hours. It's a window I can deal with. The show was going to be done before that part happened anyway. It was going to be all good. And it was. You and I did the show. No issues. Mm -hmm. I heard a little sound in there, but nothing bad. And I came out of here, and it would have been the three hour mark, thinking, all right, I'll bet this is all done. No, no, not even close. <laughs> there's stuff strewn everywhere. It's one dude. I feel like there was a, this is like a two or three man job, and there's just one dude doing it. Yeah. Um, and he's nice as nice guy, but I think they just bit off more than they can chew, and they estimated it under way under time. They don't charge more, which is nice because they just stick to whatever their bid was, um, which is really good because he ended up being here until almost nine p.m. at night, so twelve hours. And now here's the problem. From 11 or so until 7, uh-huh. no toilets, no sinks, no water. <laughs> no running water whatsoever. None of that because he had all that turned off and it went longer than he expected. So I had to pee in the yard. <laughs> did you really? You actually did go pee in the yard? I peed in the yard. Yeah. I went outside behind the fence <laughs> where nobody could see me and I peed. Uh-huh. I peed because I had to pee so bad. And our other choices were, hey, uh, neighbor, during a pandemic, can I just bust in your house and pee? Or it was go to a store where you don't know who's what. And some stores don't even have open public bathrooms. So we're just like, I don't know what else to do. We're going to do it like the like our like our uh, forefathers. I'm just go pee in the yard. Did yeah. Pee in our own yards. <laughs> yeah. So I went outside, peed in the yard very privately, wow. you know, whatever. Nobody saw, uh, I don't think. And, uh, that was just kind of the day. Now, that's one thing. Then the other thing is he's like, okay, I got to turn the power off for just a little bit. And he tells me this, I don't know, half hour before I'm supposed to be on AMTP with you. Yeah. And I've already watched or listened to the shows that I'm supposed to be judging. It's all done and I'm ready for the show. And he says, hey, the power's going to come off. It won't be very long. It was off for like two hours, two and a half hours. It was that's plenty. It was off as long as he was originally supposed to be here total just to do the total. Right. Yeah. So I had no power for a bit. I had no water all the way up till nine. When we finally got the okay and was like there was water, I was like, oh, and I go up, turn on the sink. And it does that thing where since it's had no water and it's going. Yes. Right. Yeah. Doing that thing. (laughs) So much air in the line. It's trying to push it all through. But I didn't care all over the place. I didn't care. I was just like, give it to me. Give me the water. I mean, I'm a pee all day and. Oh, I forgot to mention this part. So later in the evening, I had to pee again because Brian, I don't know about you, but you drink and you have to pee. It's part of life. Yeah, yeah. Part it's of also your- called being an old man. Like you basically, <laughs> uh, 
It's just you, on your way back from the bathroom, you realize, hmm, I have to pee again. And you walk back and go to the bathroom. Oh, I'm not quite there yet, thankfully. But it was a, uh, some, some number of hours later, and I drank too much down here. I was drinking too much water. And I knew while I was drinking water, I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm just going to have to pee again. This is stupid. So I'm like, Kim says, well, you know what? There is a little water in the toilet, and we can just you know pee in there and then just flush it later. If you flush right. it now, it'll go away and there'll be no water in there. So don't flush it, right. but go ahead. And I'm like, oh, well, I could have done this earlier. Now I feel stupid yeah, for peeing in the yard. You could, if it's yellow, you can let it mellow, Scott. That's the, uh, that is the rhyme. Yeah. And if it's brown, leave town. Is that how it goes? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Okay. Yes. Good. If it's brown, best leave town. Get the hell out of town. So I go in there and I decide to do it. Now, my habit, my habitual uh, uh, muscle memory kicks in in a way that kind of freaked me out. And I'm not kidding about this. I go in there, I pee, and my brain knows don't flush. But there goes my left arm like it's magic and went, uh, I almost could see it happening without, like, out of body. And I flushed it. I flushed it, and it goes all down, and I go, I go, ah, shit, I can't. And she goes, what? I go, I flushed it. I can't believe I freaking flushed it. I didn't mean to. And in my head, I was like, because I don't know where water goes. I don't know how these pipes work. I don't understand anything yeah. about this. Yeah. I thought, is this going to send it down to that dude where he's got an open pipe and he's about to get like blasted <laughs> in the be, face? He's like up there looking at the pipe. Yeah, okay. I think that's all clear right there. And- <laughs> yeah. I thought he was bringing, I was going to blast this dude right in the noggin with our, with my pee water. Yeah. And, and I was just sure of it. And then Kim's like, no, no, no. It's just. It's just that there's no water to refill it. So now we, you know, we absolutely can't use the toilet for as long as he's here. I'm like, okay, that's not so bad. And then, like I'm a dope with dope, I walk out of the bathroom and turn on the the faucet to wash my hands, forgetting there is no water. <laughs> I hit it, nothing happens, nothing comes out. Yeah, a little air goes. Yeah. And it's funny how how muscle memory, like you get into stuff like that where it's impossible not to do it because mm. you're just so used to um used to a procedure you're used to this process and you can't get your brain out outside of that it was so stupid the whole day just so dumb and then it all comes back like i say 8 30 whatever it was and he leaves at nine and it's all good now that thing's great it's almost bad because the water never gets cold so you can just sit in there forever just mm-hmm. never have a cold shower ever again <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, and it's nice. It's great, but I don't understand this stuff. I don't get it. This is all freaking French to me. And it was a bad Pipes. day. How do they work? <laughs> and then, oh, this is the part I'm, I only have a theory about cause I don't have any proof, but this is, all this right. gets to why there was no show yesterday. We had a show Tuesday or uh, Monday, but Tuesday, why, where was the show? Mm-hmm. I woke up in the middle of the night with horrible vertigo and the most rotten headache. And part of me thought, oh, it's just this weather. We're getting some high pressure. But I get this sometimes. It's not that big of a deal. Sleep it off. No big deal. Nope. All night long. All morning long. I finally text Brian last. I had notes and everything prepped. We were ready to do a show. Mm-hmm. We were ready to do it. Yeah. And I send Brian a note. I'm like, dude, I don't know if I can do this. And you know, Whenever I- whenever I get that, because it's rarely, but it's happened to me too. I just kind of close my eyes and I count uno, dos, trace catorce and it goes away it's amazing as soon as you get to the fourth spanish word it goes away as soon as i get to as soon as i count to 14 from one two three <laughs> oh, 14 catorce is 14 <laughs> yeah uno dos trace catorce then it goes away and i quatro. say hello hello <laughs> yeah i know what it is chat it's cuatro okay i know i know what it is 
it just for a second there it didn't matter that's so i <laughs> just understand where i'm coming from yeah but i did so that was happening and it was so bad that i was like well i can't i can't do a show and i had this headache and i just felt terrible just awful and nobody else in the house was feeling that great either not as bad as me but a little bit of this for everybody and what we think it is is there was some really powerful epoxy for the pipes that he put on mm, uh and it was stanky, like oh stanky man. epoxy toxic fume yeah pipe glue this. i guess is really intense and uh it's kind of like a build around moment of where i needed a ventilator or something anyway i think that's what was getting to me or whatever because after i don't know about 11 o'clock started feeling much better and and uh had the rest of my day and it was fine and i'm fine today no problem today so Good. don't don't sniff the pipes is what i'm saying <laughs> don't snort the pipes uh somebody suggested possibly the vaccine now did you for moderna mm. um you get a thing called vsafe like an app um QR code that you scan, it, it loads into an app, and basically every day it asks you a question, uh, a set of questions like, how are you feeling? Do you have any of these symptoms? Uh, anything here? Like kind of like a, an extra um, mm. method of monitoring how you're doing after your shot. Not just the 15 minutes you sit in the room and do paperwork afterwards, but right. just keeping track of things. And also it it helps identify if there are further problems with the with the vaccine did you get that with pfizer or is that just a moderna no i'm a little surprised you'd think the germans would be super efficient with the apps but there's no app that i know of um while you've been talking i went and searched and just see if there's supposed to be an app and Mm -hmm. i can't find anything they didn't give me anything there um no qr code or anything no and i and i had a similar thought i was just like yeah these are known some people just have weird reactions a couple days in or whatever and i guess kim wasn't feeling that great either so it's entirely possible that was it too Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. boy that doesn't bode well for my second one does it It makes it makes me think the second one's going to be a nightmare Uh, i'm more worried about mine just because i know how the moderna second dose hit tina like how it wiped her out and so i'm thinking oh yeah all right well let's see uh well, I don't have ANTP on the 19th, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, might have to bump TMS. We'll see. We'll see mm-hmm. how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's like, you know, all sorts of stuff that Monday. It's like, okay, we'll see what happens there. I see in the chat, science expert Booby Frankenberger, Booger, uh-huh. uh huh, says, my wife got Moderna and she didn't get no app. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And certified 76 says he got the app with Pfizer. So, oh, so maybe there's some uh, state by state thing or something going. Maybe, on. yeah. I mean, if you go and if you go to V Safe, it's part of like do a search Google search for V Dash Safe. It's a CDC thing, smartphone deal, and it just you, you just basically enter in the date you had your vaccine, and then for the next seven days or something, it's going to ask you every uh, day. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so it's a you're right. It's a CDC thing. They've made an app. Okay, mm-hmm. um, it looks like it's for anything. Uh, Pfizer, uh, yeah, any of these. It's basically any kind of, uh, I bet you get a flu shot and you can still use this app. Probably, yeah. All right, interesting to look at that. I will look at that after the show. Excellent. Look at all the new learning we're having here today. New learning. I now know that pipes uh, and modern plumbing are a thing and that Mm -hmm. it exists. That's all I learned. I learned nothing else. (laughs) I learned today that, I learned I learned that you can take advantage I, I learned that you can take for granted certain modern conveniences sometimes and forget just how freaking miraculous they are because modern day plumbing is I think amazing mm-hmm. and when you don't have it 
it really sucks. And mm-hmm. when you do have it, you're like, oh, I'm back. I'm good. I just I don't have to think about these things. But back in the day, what were they doing in the 1700s? <clears throat> I know what they were doing. Pooping in the streets and giving each other cholera every five minutes. Like <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Things were a little bit worse for other reasons there. So. Yeah. So I, yeah. I guess what I'm saying is plumbing. It's plumbing. it's great. It's a thing. Yeah, it's a Catch thing. Catch the wave. Plumbing. And it's great. All right. It's my we're gonna... room right there. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. It was really good. I was, I was, I almost felt like someone had a TV on or something. I was watching. <laughs> right? Yes. Some old exactly. stuff. Um, we're going to play a game, guys. And uh, that game is called Babel Royale. And to do it, we have to play our theme music. All right. Time for Babel Royale with our good pal, not Brian Dunaway. Today we have his stand in, <laughs> who often does this when Brian's out of town. It's uh, Mr. Randy Deluxe himself. Hello, Randy. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Hello. Hola. Oh, we haven't so, even had uh, one aloha. What is this about? We got hello and hola, but no... Uh, 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 no aloha. No, yeah, what the heck, man? Speaking of... singing you, too. Yeah. Speaking of, you really got me going. Like, I, I can't get over how you can't look up news mm. that happened more than about 20, 25 years ago on the internet. Like the internet just doesn't have a good way for you to look up news. And, yeah. and like you proved it to me looking up, trying to look up mass shootings in Hawaii, mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm sure you found like, there was one like 16 months ago, right at Pearl Harbor. And I'm sure you found the Xerox building one, right? Yeah. I found but, the like, Xerox one. But like, uh, I, I just, I thought, oh, you know what? There was a shooting at my uncle's, uh, uh, law firm mm. back in the, in the late eighties, like 88 oh, in Seguin, Texas. My uncle was this little town lawyer and I was like, I'm gonna go look it up online. No, there is no evidence online. That's interesting. Cause the only place I found it was Wikipedia, but no other references. Like that was it. Uh, so yeah, there's probably to, like to put anything in Wikipedia, you've got to reference it, right? You got to, <laughs> right. you got to have something. And most people just look around online to find that. Right. Yeah. And it's just, it's just like, there's just a lot of small news, I guess. That's just missing. It's all on microfish. You got to go get the microfish. Microfish. Fish. Fish. <laughs> all right. Well, it's good to have you here. Uh, I can't think of someone would, uh, be happier to have stand in today. And we're going to play a game. We have a listener on the line already. Who's been very patient. Let's find out who this is. Hi, who's this? Hello. Hello. Who's this? It's Claire. Claire Deck. Oh, oh my gosh. She made Claire it Gatt's into the too. show finally. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm here for this. Yeah, Brian or Randy, this is what we call the luck of the Irish right now. This is, this I, is almost, I almost said aloha, Scott, Brian, Claire. I, mm. I was uh, thinking about saying that when you brought me in. Yeah, she's, uh, look, we've had some, we had some times that day we played Among Us and uh, boy howdy was Claire Gack Among yeah. Us. I don't think day. Claire remembers that though, but we do. We certainly <laughs> do. I remember. Yeah, how well do you remember what happened? Do you remember the part where you uh, uh, yelled that you got you got you got what I need, and then swung from a chandelier? Do you remember that part? <laughs> I remember uh, as much that uh, I know Randy is uh, my my biggest fan. <laughs> yeah, Randy's still your biggest fan. I guarantee it. He's the. That, I remember guy. that the opposite way, but okay, it's good. <laughs> We're good. Well, uh, it's it's good to have you here, Claire. We're going to play a game, and Brian's going to explain the game. You probably know all about this, but he'll explain it anyway. Brian, how's this going to work for Claire today? That is correct. I'm going to be giving Scott and Randy a topic. They're going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, a repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, which I never enforce, the win will go to the other player. Claire, your job is to predict who's going to come out on top. Based on the topic today, you are playing for a couple prizes, a couple games from Steam, courtesy of... 
of uh, Matthew Bach, Turok Classic. What? Classic game, Turok. Whoa. Yes. That's cool. Uh, and Death's Gambit. Ooh, also a good game. Those are that's a fine selection. Nothing wrong with either of those. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, lots of fun in your future if you win. And uh, listen, I think we're probably we're going to make sure you win on this one. Oh, are we uh, cheating? Are we? Is that what we're doing? Uh, okay. You know, I I know a guy who does these games. Mm. Who, we're uh, we're, we're desperate for Claire to hunt dinosaurs. That's yeah. just we are. desperate. Exactly. Yeah, who else? She Got she someone needs to. May as well be Claire. Loved that game on the N64 tour. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was or great. Turok 2, I guess. I it bought was, that yeah. little uh, booster pack for it. Remember that little graphical? Yeah, the Rumble. Uh, the Rumble. Was it Rumble? Thing? What was it called? Or not Rumble. I'm sorry. It was the one that you plugged right into the the N64 itself, and it added more uh, more processing power. Yeah, it had mm-hmm. like yeah. Uh, C- a GPU booster type thing in it or right. something, whatever right. that was called. It was expensive and dumb, but I loved it. That's right. Yeah, separate from the Rumble Pack, but there was a separate Rumble Pack you could get yeah. to. Yeah, then you had the Rumble Pack. Then the Wavebird. Uh, oh, no, Wavebird was next console. Sorry. Anyway, I'm feeling nostalgic for old video games. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, that's our... and today's category is things you add to your console. Ah, right. there you go. Dang. Pieces of N64s you can plug in. Uh, no, this one comes to us from Ivan Wilson, who says, uh, as it is only a few days until the release of the new Godzilla film, I thought it might be an idea to see how many of Godzilla's rogues gallery you guys can remember um oh now gosh, dude. there's there's a lot <laughs> right between all the different generations of godzilla films um so i'm going to be very lenient on this uh i might even be able to um to to give you points if you just describe what it is if you can't remember its name um, but these are this list that I have is based on the Toho Company Godzilla universe, which also extends into the new movies, all the the current movies. All right, cool. So we're 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 naming non Godzilla monsters from the Godzilla. They, that's a good way. Of, yes, exactly. Because sometimes sometimes they're enemies, sometimes they're allies, but they're always kaiju. So all right. There you all right. Go. So Matthew, so an, uh, an incorrect answer. Matthew Broderick is not an answer. We don't. We need monsters, not uh, side characters. Right. No yeah, side I would, characters. I would. Let me see. Uh, no, I would not give you Matthew Broderick or Hank Azaria. No. Sorry. Okay. All right. Boy, you and I remember um, way I too have, much about that shit, man. My but. list has 35 items. Oh, good God. And a few extras. <laughs> but, uh, and I'll explain the extras later on, but um, 35 items on this list. And, and uh, I'm, I'm allowed to write down like answers that are given so I don't repeat. Uh, I oh, can't tell true? you what not to do. Okay. Right, all right. But, uh, have we, we've I mean, never really talked no, about that before. We, that yeah, we've said that if you repeat an answer, then uh, I think let's let's you know you gotta you gotta play fair, Randy. Well, no, hold on. If you no write down, down if you write down answers so that you don't say the wrong one again or repeat one, yeah, then it's part of the rules that I say at the beginning. If you give yeah. a wrong answer, repeated answer, or take too long to come up with an answer. Okay, all right. So yeah, yeah. hands behind your back. Okay, Makes yes, sense. that's right. Specific bylaws. So don't look at no chat rooms, no Google, no Bing. We need some special bylaws for this where we uh, That's right. make sure we outlaw these things. Don't okay. Make me, I must don't make me enlist. Uh, <laughs> don't make me enlist Sam Jane to come over there and. Uh, well, no, she's not allowed to be in the room. She'll do it. Well, She'll she can. It. She just has to watch you to. to she has to proctor. <laughs> she has to proctor your side of the exam. Basically. Yeah. All right. So we got all the rules down. Yeah. Claire yes. is ready. All right, all right. Claire, who do you want to go first and who do you think is going to win? Okay, so if you're not requiring them to be too specific and just give a general description, that sounds like something Scott's good at. 
So I'm going to go for Scott to win. Randy to start, Scott to win. I love it. I love that I'm being chosen because when I can't remember something, I I go ahead and just say a bunch of shit until you get it. Oh, that's great. All right. Well, we'll see how how uh, lenient Ibit is about that sort of thing as we go. Yeah, but. and I'll give you guys, uh, I'll give you guys, uh, your, you get your initial mulligan as always, and I'll give you one more mulligan. All right. Uh, Randy, you're first then. I'm going first? Yep. Yep. Okay, we'll start with the easiest thing that comes to mind, and that is Mothra. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, the namesake of my trivia team, Mothra. We began our winning streak with How I Met Your Mothra, mm. and we've been using that name <laughs> ever since. Oh Never Lord. fails to get me. <laughs> Mothra's um, little helper, uh, same uh, same twins, different Mothra, stuff like that. So pretty good. Uh, all right, let's go with... Uh, I can count King Kong, right? You can certainly count King Kong because he's on my list. Okay, Kong. Um, believe it or not, the the first uh, the first time those two battled was way back in 1962. So this new thing coming out is, uh, you know, it's kind of a remake. Yeah, kind of a throwback. <laughs> sure, I'm looking kind forward to throwback. it. I'm, I am I, too. I still need to see Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yeah, um, I didn't see that either, and I heard I heard the cool thing about that was all the extras, like the stuff we're trying to name today. Um, yes. That that was the cool bit of that that movie, but overall it wasn't Lots a great of movie. Extra kaiju. But I'm into big dumb monster movie. I'm in. So yes, sign me up. All right, Brandy. Brandy. All right, we're Brandy. still in the we're still in the easy easy moments. Uh, yes, of course. So let's have uh, let's have Ghidorah the three headed monster. Ghidorah. Uh, yes, absolutely. Oh, of course, uh, King Ghidorah, Mecha King Ghidorah. All of those are part of the Ghidorah. Okay, so I'm not uh, able to answer Mecha Ghidorah. No. Thank you. you. Cannot answer Mecha Ghidorah or King Ghidorah. All right, then. I'm I don't know answer. why. I don't know why they grouped those, but uh, they did on this this list that I'm. Well, that makes at, sense. So. We're just talking about like a a category, you know, like yeah, the Ghidorah yeah. category. Okay, I'm not going to say any more, but yeah. Okay, well, Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> then he fights him. Himself. There you go. That's <laughs> that's well, that's what I was like. You know, they they have that one as a separate um, uh, item on the list. Um, that's why I thought it was really weird to to group all the Mecha King Ghidorahs. But yes, Mecha Godzilla uh, from a, the films. It, it's Godzilla f- versus Mecha Godzilla, Terra of Mecha Godzilla, Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla Two, Godzilla against Mecha Godzilla, and Godzilla Tokyo SOS. Wow! So, but <laughs> that but I think the distinction is faction. It's like if they're bad and oppose him, then you count them one time categorically. So. Yeah, yeah. Let's say there was one named Stan, and he had four different forms. You just say Stan, Stan. but Godzilla Stan. exactly. <laughs> I didn't want to give one away, Randy. I'm, I'm, I'm already. I loved. I like that. It's like Godzilla's biggest fan, Stan. <laughs> Stan, <laughs> Godzilla, Stan. Hey, Godzilla, I'm your greatest fan. You didn't <laughs> shake hands with me when you came out of Tokyo. Now I hate you. Uh, it's a oh pretty. It's a pretty good Eminem. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I love calling bad. Eminem that white rapper from the 90s. Yeah, the white rat, right rapper. <laughs> he just put out a new album that's pretty good. I'll just say. He yeah. does these little oh, secret yeah. albums yeah. where he just launches them and doesn't tell anyone, and they're pretty good. So, anyway. So I have to I have to be the one that names my favorite uh, whatever other monster from when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. This okay. one just captured my message. I used to draw this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Rodan. Oh, yeah, Rodan. That's, Gosh, the, that's the pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. Ah! Yes. Um, let's see. Destroy all monsters. 
he was also in Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2, probably because the two of them teamed up to to fight him or something like that. As a, um, as a typical American boy, I had G.I. Joe. I had all that stuff. I paid attention to what the army was doing. I like thought air superiority was really important <laughs> as a little kid. Yeah. And Mothra and Rodan. Yeah, absolutely. Um, boy, we're really um, scraping the barrel for me. Um, okay. All right. Rodan's about That's, the only worry. other one I win. had. Uh, let me well, think here. Claire's going to win. I don't know about Scott. Okay. Yeah, no. Well... <laughs> Yeah, this is she's gonna, Brian's gonna make it so she wins no matter what it seems like. Um, uh, well, okay, this is where I might have to be descripty. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, what if I said a giant spider guy? <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a couple of them that fit that category. There are a couple different giant spiders. Now, I will um uh I will give you <laughs> If you're going to let her win anyway, you may as well give it to me. Right. I'm going to give you well, I'm definitely going to give it to you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you Scylla, S C Y L L A. Okay. Because um this was one that was introduced in yeah. King of the Monsters, and yeah, yeah. Um, therefore you put taking it off of your list doesn't do anything since you haven't seen King of the Monsters. So okay. I'm going to give you Giant Spider. Right. But you can't say, on your next turn, you can't say Giant Spider again and get the other ones. Right. No, I get it. I get it. That's <laughs> yeah. fair enough. All right, Andy. All right, Andy, go so, ahead. Oh, wait, where to go? Um Let's go with... Uh, uh, so Godzilla had a... Uh, a Cthune. <laughs> Cthune is based on a Godzilla monster. Yeah. And it was like, it was like made of smoke. And it, I, uh, its I name is something Cthulhu like. I Cthulhu was based on Cthulhu, no? Do I have that wrong? I thought that was. The... Sure, sure, sure. Oh, I'm just, I'm just right. talking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing word association. Anyway, it's something like he- Hedera. It's a head. It's a big head of hetera. smoke. Yes, uh, I think it's pronounced Hedera or Hedora. Uh, absolutely. Uh, you'll it's find based that on a fedora. <laughs> is it now? Fedora. Is it? No. Mm. Uh Hedora indeed is a uh is a member of Godzilla's Rogues Gallery. Alright. Uh let's uh oh uh I wonder if this counts. There was uh well wait, what baby was it? Was it a Kong? Oh baby? oh you just used a very interesting word. <laughs> was it a Kong baby or another Godzilla baby? And did they fight? Uh I'll say Baby Godzilla, I'll say. Yeah, say that. Um, Baby Godzilla, right? a.k.a. Manila. <laughs> Shut up. Shut because up. Because he came out of an envelope. Uh, also known as Godzilla Jr. Yeah, uh, appeared in the films Son of Godzilla, Godzilla's Revenge, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2. Boy, that thing was a star-studded affair. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to say these other ones because they contain names of other characters on this list. But yes, uh, Manila, aka Baby Godzilla, is wow. uh, is here. Okay, Manila. And I you- remember. I remember that it, when he used to like do his little thing, and he would blow uh, smoke rings instead of shooting mm-hmm. fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yep, he yep, hadn't yep. matured. You got to hit puberty in uh, Godzilla. Right. Terms. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> in all the words you just said, you didn't say one that I was expecting you to. So I'm going to uh, pull a. Uh, uh, Destroya, which I think is also a child of Godzilla. Destroya. Destroya uh, uh, the name is actually Destoroya, 
because of uh, Japanese and yeah. their mm. predilection to have alternating um, uh, vowels and consonants. Uh, but yes, Destoroya, I'm looking to see here. Sounds um, like a rapper name again. It's it's just Godzilla with wings, right? Well, uh, let's see. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Hold on a second. Think, there we go. I think. It is basically Godzilla with wings and a unicorn head, but he's... <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh gosh, I love this category. So much. Yes. He was uh, so this Destoroya was uh, created by the Oxygen Destroyer, the weapon that killed the original Godzilla in the 1954 film. Whoa! Some so it wasn't a just child of Godzilla. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, no, he's he's about the same size, but yes, he has wings and a uh, and a, a single horn. Okay. Well, he's got two horns, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. Um, uh, was there like a, you the guy in the suit? Did you fight? A, <laughs> did you fight another giant robot that wasn't a Mecha Godzilla, but just a just a robot man, like a robot oh. looking man? Maybe the government could, made it. Yes. I don't remember. There's some sort of yes, man. and I can't remember the name of that dude, but it was a, he could change sizes, right? Is yes. the one you're talking about? Yes, he could shrink and and grow, and he uh, had. Shot shit out of his arms. I, I, like I'm this. gonna I'm gonna help you here. You're describing Jet Jaguar. Is that really a name? Yeah, Jet Jaguar. <laughs> I don't know any of these. <laughs> I, like, I like how you pronounce it, Jaguar. I mean, I guess yes. Jet Jaguar is the uh, or Jaguar is the uh, um, is the Ultraman looking. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Ultraman is the kind dude. of thing I was thinking of. Yes, it's like yes. Ultraman. Yep. Okay. Uh, and, yes, appear, yeah. and Scott, if you were really on on uh, board right now, you'd be looking up the Jet Jaguar song. There's a song. Oh, well, I'll do it later. I, I don't want the internet in front of me, but yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, you're going to give me that one, Robot Man. I'm giving you. I'm giving you Jet Jaguar, aka uh, knockoff Ultraman. Okay, I'm in. All right, Randy. So, uh. You probably, I think you've reached the limit here for me. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I, I mean, the thing is, their their names are just like ridiculous. I can't remember their names. Yeah. yeah. Well, you give me give me a description. I'll. Uh, I'll, I'll there's a huge work. woolly mammoth in one of them. What? Seriously, <laughs> there's a woolly mammoth that Godzilla fights. Is they that fight. true? It's an enemy. Yes. <laughs> really. Now, um, I don't know what the name is. Mega so, Mega Elephant Man. There's uh there is a woolly mammoth with like a ape body and it's called Behemoth and it made its first appearance in this most recent Godzilla King of the Monsters. You don't actually see Godzilla fight it, but apparently it's on screen. Um like, you right. get to see oh, right. it like yeah. when they're doing their yeah. their their thing. Yes, this thing is called uh Behemoth. Okay. Wow. Which All is right. also the name of Big Daddy. So Scott, car. how you, how you're going to win this now? Because I'm done. How you're going to win this is you're just going to come up with something that probably is in the list, and it's there. I promise <laughs> you. Like that's the thing. You could just you could just say so. I don't want to help you here, but like you could just basically say an animal or maybe a combination of animals, um, and you got one. It's a good point. Uh, all right, let's go with. Um... Oh, my brain just stuck on what Mothra looks like for some reason. I can't right. picture other things. Well, um, well, uh, switch to a similar insect. <laughs> There's those. <laughs> There's a few of those. All right. Yeah. Or think of think of another recent movie that I think you probably saw. Oh, right. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. What did I see? It was recent. Shit. 
I'm gonna be annoyed. Like when I hear maybe this. the 2014 Godzilla. Oh. Oh yeah, but what did I see in that? <laughs> I remember. Yes. I saw Walter White for five minutes. <laughs> um, all right, let's just go with uh, a giant praying mantis type unit. Yes, he did it. Is that a thing? That's it. That's the one I think I was leaning you to. Yeah. So this, uh, if if you're, (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say that this is the Mutos, the the uh, the giant um, uh, pair of Mutos that are the uh, the ones that in from the 2014 Godzilla film that destroyed Las Vegas. Bastards. That sounds like a a freaking Uh, Pokemon or something. Doesn't sound real. It does. Uh, one of them was uh, big. The other one was small. One could fly. The other one couldn't, or something. I don't. I don't remember. But basically, they they eat radiation and uh, uh, and um, like you do. Uh, and they actually appear in the 2014 Godzilla film. Apparently, more than Godzilla does. Oh wow! Well, yeah, because uh, the Vegas part you're talking about. There's a pretty good long sequence of them just sort of laying waste to everything out there in the desert. That's right. Oh like that yeah, movie. you know what though. That's good. Yeah. I, I think so. Somebody said there's an actual giant mantis. The Robo Jeff in the chat says there is actual giant mantis. Uh, Kamakura. So I'm going to take off the list as okay, well because that right. is that is that maybe that's the one you're thinking of. Um, yeah, Randy. Yeah, uh, with the huge, huge eyes, like yes. big bulbous eyes. That's Terrifying. Yep. I'd hope I, you were I also, saying. Somebody... I also remember having uh, nightmares as a kid. Oh well, I'll do those. Yeah. I, I had it in my head you were saying Robo Jeff was the name of one of the monsters. And <laughs> Could be. Now Could be. I'm really confused, but okay. So, Randy, it's your turn, but it's, are you out? Are you done? You got to have one more. I, yeah, I, I, I can't think of it. He's one. tapped out, Brian. He's tapped, tapped out. out. You and know that what that means? means? Winner, means, winner, chicken dinner. That means Claire Gack has won the freaking thing. Claire, tell us how I, you feel on the ground there in Dublin or wherever the hell you are. I'm in Belfast, but uh, yeah, no, it feels great. Thanks so much. Yeah, it's um, it's finally well, happened. You finally got on here. Your phone's uh, your phone's uh, weird. It's a little quiet, a bit of a phone, but I don't care. I like having you on. Oh, well, she's calling from sorry, very far away. <laughs> yeah, it's a distance thing. They got a little string and a cup, and it's I know how it works in Ireland. Those guys and their yeah, potatoes are right. light. <laughs> anyway, hey, I'm so glad you won because uh, we really like you, and uh, you're going to want to send an email to Brian Ibbett over here, Coverville at gmail.com. He'll send you your prizes. And you'll walk off victorious. Well done. That's right. Check this uh, out. Just a few more names yeah. here on the list that I want to get to. Right. Uh, okay. Angiris. Angiris. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Uh, that's um, a guitar player wearing a schoolboy's outfit. Oh, that's exactly right. Okay. Uh, Baragon. Okay. Batra. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Biolante. Uh, Ibira. Gabara. Giant condor. Giant octopus. Gigan Gorosaurus, King Caesar, Kumanga, Mogira, Manda, uh, Megagyrus, Megalon, Methuselah, uh-huh. uh, Orga, Space Godzilla, Titanosaurus, Varan, and just plain Zilla, which was from the Matthew Broderick uh, <laughs> and Kazaria deal. I feel the like you're... Stood out and... Oh, go ahead. The, the standout there is that Biolante thing because it's a huge like crocodile yeah which mm-hmm. is just terrifying you get it sounds like you guys are just reading names of people in our chat room that's what that's <laughs> kind of does doesn't it yeah, yeah. bunch of chat um, names that's a fun and then one, there's though. just a few here that were mentioned in king of the monsters but never shown mokli membe baphomet tiamat typhoon abaddon leviathan sargon and wow. bunyip which i think is a pokemon <laughs> you gotta catch them all dude 
Uh, well done. I, I love how some of them are are the names are just nuts, and then others are just yes. named Behemoth. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Leviathan. All right. Yeah. Well, well done thinking of that one. Because they're big. By the way, while uh, while we were checking here, I wanted to get the. Uh, I've never known how to properly say Jaguar, so we're going to find out right now. Here it is. Here's the <laughs> official way. Uh, Jaguar. Oh, see, hey, look at I've been doing it right. I thought it was wrong all these years. Jaguar. <laughs> At least this guy I think says. It's, I think that's one of those words you can say two different ways. Yeah. My mom called them Jaguars when we were younger. Jaguar. Yeah, that's definitely wrong. That yeah. one's definitely Yeah, definitely I used wrong. to tell her she was wrong, but would she have any of that? No, sir. Uh, <laughs> hey, Randy, it's always fun having you pop in here and uh, be a part of this. Uh, yeah. Anything you want people to know about right now? I mean, Film Sack, we got this weekend. Is there anything else yeah, cool? Get, get ready. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to find out what the shadow knows. Oh, yeah. right. The uh, freaking shadow, dude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> angry right now with... Uh, this will be interesting because I'm kind of mad at um, Alec Baldwin right now because um, I, I finished up that Woody Allen uh, documentary. Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, I just, I got so pissed about the people that supported him toward the end of that thing. Cause he sucked, dude. He did all that shit. I promise you he did that, that dirty business. That guy yes, yes. is guilty as F and I'm mad at Alec Baldwin for, and anyone yeah. who's just like, well, he's such a genius. I have to, I got to stick by well, this feller. I, I, I wish, I just wish that Baldwin had kept his mouth shut outside of, of his work because like just watch any episode of 30 rock from the third to sixth season. Oh, he's the so guy good. is a freaking genius. Oh, he's so good. You know? He's so good. But, uh, in real life, a little bit of a, um, a dickosaurus. Anyway, <laughs> Hey, uh, Brian, uh, Rand, uh, Randy, Brandy, I almost called you Brandy, uh, yeah, Brandy a combination Randy. of Brian and Brandy. Randy. Uh, you've been wonderful and I hope your day is better than ever, ever, uh, as a result. Oh, of wow. Yes. I'm going to go, I'm going to go fly. Uh, go yeah. fly. All right. He's mm. flying. Going to fly now. Fly like an eagle. All right. We're going to do one news story. Okay. One. Okay. Here you right. go. One. Just one. The news. I don't watch the news either, kid, but it's brought to you by. America's Next Top Podcaster. Yes, we just uh, posted another judging and elimination episode this morning uh, as we go through and review the submissions for the Mark Hoffling interview. We All three teams got to interview Disney Channel uh, production designer Mark Hoffling, incredible designer and, and uh, the guy behind a lot of your favorite uh, designs on the Disney Channel. Also worked on uh, what Con Air and... Um, uh, the dude's been dude's done a lot of stuff. Uh, all three teams interviewed him, had to condense that interview down into a, a, a podcast. How did they do? Somebody's going home for this. Mm-hmm. Find out at America's Next Top Podcaster.com. Yeah, go check it out. That was a really good one. And let's just say here, here's the question Will there be a winner? <laughs> Will there be one? Wow. Mm. Well, that's a, I'm just saying, will there be, will there be a winner? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> there's nothing spoilery about that at all <laughs> that was one of my favorite episodes so far so uh good luck to everybody involved yes and he was a great guest judge too he was great there. yeah i really enjoyed that guy turned out to be a salt lake native uh fellow he lives here still he's a he's a utah guy and uh mm-hmm. he casted or he did a bunch of casting and uh, or not casting but he's involved in the production like you mentioned of high school musical which my korean siblings uh kids are in that movie is extras. Oh, right. So they were all right, involved right, right. in that. So there's a big circular connection with that guy. He seemed really cool. When things are more normal, I want to like go to lunch with him and just talk, see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, you and me both. 
Uh, here's your here's your story, your one story you're getting before we go to a break and then bring Tom in here, and it's this. People are sitting on toilets backwards so they can eat while they poo. All right. <laughs> so they're putting their food... Uh, yeah, maybe I better hear the story. Yeah, you might want to hear maybe this one out. Uh, so, if scrolling through your phone on the toilet wasn't already grim enough, TikTokers have found an even more disturbing way to pass the time on the porcelain throne. The life hack started with Amy Waugh of uh, TikTok fame, who encouraged her 11.6 million followers to do a 180-degree turn and face the flush, essentially pooing backwards so they could eat snacks and stream a TV show in front of them at the same time. This content this is... is imp- how, uh, this is how hemorrhoids start, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the new... Welcome to a new Twitch designation. Uh, hemorrhoid videos. Yep. Yep. Hashtag preparation H, baby. Um, let's see. The content... Oh, no, no. You have been pooping wrong, she said in the video. And then the, she uh, shows this. Now... It's all over the place. Uh, it's everywhere. And she describes it as pooping backwards. That's not pooping backwards. No. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Pooping backwards is a very different thing. Yes, uh, exactly. But she uh, she started a whole trend. Now everybody's doing it. Um, a whole bunch of people uh, wrote that they thought this was terrible. Food shouldn't touch bathroom air. I refuse to let food in the bathroom. It's like adding the odor into it, says someone else. Mm-hmm. Unhygienic, but okay, added somebody. Uh, doctor advised against it writing your show should be ended with five minutes or sorry should be ended in five minutes otherwise you have hemorrhoids there you go look they even look they confirmed your little diagnosis there exactly and i like how i like how he spells hemorrhoids hemorrhoids Hemorrhoids. h-a-e-m is that like british it's probably a british thing probably i don't know uh but yeah you sit there with your corona your chips or as crisps as they say here in the UK. There we go. So yeah, UK. Yeah. Yep. iPad, prop that up, put on Netflix and take a dump, have a snack, watch a movie. Yeah. Uh, this is a trend I hope uh, doesn't go anywhere past Amy Woe. Mm-hmm. I watched a whole movie that will be next week's recommendal from me, I believe. Mm-hmm. Unless I see something better between now and then. Uh that I watched in its entirety in the tub last night. Mm. Uh, before bed, I'm like, guess, you know what? I'm going to chill out. it was not the Snyder Cut. <laughs> no, it was not. This movie was only an hour and a half long, but I sat in that water for an hour and a half. But what was nice was if the water started getting a little you know, lukewarm, not, not hot enough, you drain a little, and then that mm-hmm. water heater downstairs, just keep it coming. Yep. Just keep the hot water coming, baby. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will be here. We're going to talk some tech and see what's going on in his world before that. uh, Or after that, Nicole. We'll have Nicole. And we'll have recommendals. Brian's got two. I've got one. Nicole's got who knows what. So uh, Who knows? Yeah, who even knows? We don't know until she gets here. So come on back for that. Uh, Quick note, uh, by the way, uh, before we go to the break, I started a newsletter for uh, Frog Pants called the, well, it's just the official Frog Pants newsletter. It's kind of the all the rage at the moment. Um, people are, it's weird. It's this thing everyone thought was dead, but it's kind of taking on new life. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, part of that is, in general, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think part of it is social media just isn't, it's too blippy and too scroll past it and too Right, too ephemeral. temporary or too, yeah. right. Which is annoying. Uh, and I think people are looking forward to more kind of long form conversation and, you know, stuff like that. So I'm giving a try at it. Uh, you can go, uh, sign up super easy at frogpants.club. Yeah, that's right. I, do, I got a domain. and I got a .club domain just to use for this. 
So uh, go use it. It was also it was also really cheap, it was like five bucks or something. Anyway, frogpants.club. It'll take you there. You just stick your email in there. And now you're on the list, and it's free, and doesn't it's not it's also very easy to unsub from. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a legit thing. Uh, it's basically based on a bunch of advice I got from Jury and Tom about uh, the way they're doing theirs. Yeah, and I thought you know I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to put some extra art in there. Talk about show stuff in there. Uh, have some guest articles once in a while. I put a thing up today about that plumbing mess. Uh, anyway, if that sounds interesting at all, go to frogpants.club and sign up. It's also linked on the main page of the website. You can find it there. Okay, Brian, let's play some music. Do you have a selection I can hear? I do. I have one song, one song queued up for this. Uh, we're going to go up to Calgary, Alberta, Canada for a punk rock group called Belvedere. Uh, they've got a brand new LP coming out May 14th courtesy of Thousand Island Records in North America and then Lockjaw Records outside in Europe and the UK. So uh, big thanks to both of those agencies for sending this along. Uh, The new LP is called Hindsight is the Sixth Sense. This is Belvedere. These guys are awesome. Totally dig this. Here's the first song, Elephant March. Desperation, the ones they fear would end their time. 
you guys. Time to talk about Blue Chew. Yeah, that's right. This episode's sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Tablets combat all forms of ED. It can help men gain extra confidence when it comes time to perform. Well, yeah. Blue Chew is an online prescription service with no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. Uh, The process is super simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, B-L-U-E, like the color, bluechew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength of your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. Blue Chew's Sildenafil and Tadalafil tablets are completely chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it comes time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And they've got a special deal for you as TMS listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code TMS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code TMS to receive your first month for free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the show. Don't bring me a beer right now, woman. My hand's making sauce. If we don't get what we want, then you can whistle Dixie. The morning stream. It's totes fat. And we're back. Welcome back to the program. Brian, that song again was? It was Belvedere, and the song is called Elephant March from their upcoming album. Uh, hindsight is the sixth sense coming out May 14th. Very, very nice. Yeah. All right, everybody. Tuck in because we're about to talk tech and we're going to do it with this. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. I can confirm that that's true. And the man in question, he's always in question. It's Tom Merritt, everybody. Is he, he is. is he a man? Yeah, he's a man. Sure. <laughs> he's a man's man. He's man uh, or Astro Man. Oh, wow. hey, how would you have done? Earlier, we did a contest where we had to. Uh, Randy guested, and we had to we had to um, name all the secondary sort of uh, rogues gallery of uh, Godzilla the monsters movies. and all the Godzilla movies that aren't named Godzilla. Yeah, Ooh. how would you have yeah. done? I feel I, like you would have done. I'd probably right. go. I'd probably be fifty percent yeah. on that. I can never remember all the names. Yeah, you know, I know Mothra. Right mm-hmm. now, if I said Mothra, do you have a Mothra stuffed Mothra near you? You could grab and prove to us that you can grab anything. <laughs> See, that's not the way the magic works. Uh, you can never do it on demand. Yeah. No, I don't. That's like when you tell somebody uh, you see some magic and say, "Wait a minute, do it. Turn around and do it." And you're like, "No, that's not how this trick works." Now, the, the key to the key to that trick, and I, I've given up trying to keep it a secret. The key to that trick is to know what's around me yeah. and work it into the conversation. Gotcha. <laughs> Well, uh, all right. None of that matters. Like this this one, Scott, (laughs) right here? Let's see. Hold on. Let me pull up your video. Yeah, there we go. Oh, all right. Dude, where'd you get that? (laughs) That's great. Uh, That was a toy from uh, the Godzilla line a few years ago. And because of the team name, we had to, uh, we basically had to pick one of these up. When we we could bring stuff to put on our table, this Mm -hmm. was our good luck charm. That's fantastic. 
I love that. Uh, all right, Tom, it's good to have you here. We're going to talk about what's going on in the world of tech today because no one else will tell us. You're the only one that comes in here and tells mm-hmm. us. So I know. Why, what is wrong with those other people refusing yeah. to tell you the technology news of the day? Uh, I, as, I, as I have uh, of late, I, I'm going to give you some choices. Mm. Uh, we could talk about Tesla letting you buy cars with Bitcoin. We could talk about Intel uh, deciding they're giving up on just making their own chips. They want to make chips for everybody. Or... We can talk about a toilet that doesn't need a septic tank and is cleaner than your toilet. Whoa. Oh, by far the toilet story. Yeah, like, <laughs> right? I just have my plumbing mess. Why not? Well, yeah, let's right. go can plumbing. This, can you buy this toilet with Bitcoin, though? Yeah. Is there I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to say probably not, but you just never know these days. You never know. Uh, it's true. Yeah. Sure. Uh, the tiger toilet doesn't use water. Mm. Instead, uh, your your waste is essentially composted uh, inside a compartment uh, that reduces smell, reduces the volume. Uh, its only byproducts are water and carbon dioxide. And the final solid waste can be used as fertilizer mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and used uh, to safely uh, fertilize plants. So those people eating their lunch could do the full farm to table thing. Oh, interesting. Oh, so great. Yeah. So it's like, well, I mean, you know, we we all saw the Martian. We saw him pooping on potatoes. Please let me work. know which restaurants are doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, let me know right away. Well, and the thing thing about it is your your waste isn't suitable for uh, for putting on 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 your potatoes without treatment. Yeah. Uh, the the thing to remember from That's the Martian the is he didn't just go out and poop. I mean, obviously it was very cold out there, but you know right. he had to he had to remove the the pathogens. And the Tiger toilet removes ninety nine percent of pathogens uh, from the final waste product, uh, which is which is very good uh, and uh, and allows it to be safe to be used out in fields. Is this affordable? So how? Yeah, let's let's go to that question yeah. first. Is it affordable? Wait, well, I'm sorry, but. Is, can is, I, is it what? Can I afford Affordable. it? Can, can I? Can uh, I is, yeah. Well, it's being marketed in India. Mm. Um, so you're you're talking about uh, there's a lot of subsidization going on, but it's it's being used in in rural communities, you know, places where people can't afford indoor toilets, uh, and there's communal toilets, uh, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's not really being marketed on a home base. So I, I don't have a retail price, but yeah, it does <laughs> does seem like it's it's fairly affordable, especially because you don't have to deal with septic tanks and standard plumbing and any of that. Yeah. Brian, you're going to ask. Uh, the next question is, how, how do you get past the smell then? Because one of the things the water does is act as like a seal to uh, right. the, cover uh, the poop. Yeah, and they, they, the uh, they say that because of the, the way it's broken down, uh, you, you have less smell than a septic tank. Wow. You know, so the, I, I don't know how they secure the, the compartment to keep the smell from happening immediately. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but, but apparently, you know, the process works fast enough that you really, you really don't have a, a, a lingering smell. Yeah. This feels like something that I have to clean more than a regular toilet. Mm. No, yeah. I, no. I, I, okay. Uh, in right. fact, let me, let me find this, this part. Um, All right. Uh, the first issue is maintenance. Uh, tiger toilets as old as five years uh, have not required any form of maintenance yet. Mm. Uh, and there is a reduction of bacteria on the sides and the bowls. Oh, hmm. look at that. See, Brian, maybe less less cleaning. Maybe uh, less cleaning. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Saving you time instead of giving you more things to do. But here, here's the here's the thing. 
Uh, these aren't, I mean, the concept of compostable toilets, as the, as the chat room points out, isn't necessarily new. But what we're looking at here is one that could take hold as a, I don't mean mainstream, but a uh, uh, an iteration finally to the point where this is, uh, though subsidized, an affordable thing for a community to install, like to have and to maintain and to right, and to right. Use. You could in these places that can't afford indoor toilets, these are affordable enough to be indoors. So. Right, they should yeah. get some Gates money because Bill Gates loves the toilet stuff. He's super into it. Bill Gates is funding this. Actually, oh, there you go. Uh, okay. the, the Gates there Foundation granted five million dollars toward the research and development of the product project in 2015. Oh well, fantastic. He and for all I know, I watched that documentary and it spent most of the time. Oh. Tiger toilet retails for three hundred fifty bucks. Oh, that's, see, that's not too that's bad. That's not too bad. Yeah. yeah, I mean, considering what it is, like, you know, a toilet at a, a regular house toilet at a, at a Home Depot is going to cost me anywhere between a cheap one at fifty to some nice ones at four hundred. I mean, this is in that right. range, right? This is like, I mean, this is the cost of one of those that has a built-in bidet kind of thing. Yeah. It seems all right. Yeah. Um, there, there's there's one one more piece of information I feel like I, I should to let you know. <laughs> oh, no. Here it comes. Here's the other shoe dropping. Uh-oh. The compartment that breaks down the waist is full of tiger worms. <laughs> what? Hence the name <laughs> Tiger Toilet. That doesn't sound like a good thing. Are they actual worms? Like actual organic like worms? Uh, tiger worms in nature rely on the droppings of animals like cattle and horses, uh, but they, they are, are just a, as happy eating your waste as well. Uh, they don't try to escape because their survival depends on the waste, uh, and uh, they just stay there in, in the little compartment so, in your toilet. But what do I do? Do oh. I go to like a Target and say, give me a box of fresh tiger worms? Like, <laughs> I think the ones you get, the ones you get uh, last a uh, lifetime. Oh, okay. I okay. would imagine they last a long time. Yeah. yeah. As long as you keep pooping. <laughs> <laughs> keep giving them stuff to eat. They'll keep making more tiger worms. So, yeah. The, so the worm, yeah, I guess they'll just reproduce like they would in, in, a, in a natural setting. But I just, do plumbers need to have somebody on staff now who understands this new? No plumbing. Yeah, I guess there's no plumbing. Yeah. Wow. By the way, on uh, at originalorganics.co.uk, you can buy a box of tiger worms for 10 pounds. Really? Oh, not bad. How much can not I buy bad. 10 good... pounds worth of tiger worms on Amazon? I want to buy a, I mean, the Does weight. Say I wanna... how many tiger worms come <laughs> in a, yeah, the number of worms per pouch is dependent on the size of the worms. Ah. If you're redeeming a worm card voucher, Please type claim voucher into the search bar and redeem your voucher. A worm so. card voucher? Yeah, if you've got a worm card voucher, yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. This is fantastic. They don't jump or anything, yeah. but, you know, best not to think about them too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't think too much about the worms. Try worms, to Roxanne, I was afraid of worms. <laughs> I, I, Why did it have to be worms? <laughs> I mean, we, we laugh at a lot of this, but just innovation in that space is a big deal for parts of the world uh yeah, that, yeah. no I, absolutely yeah. yeah this is this is having a, an effect already in india uh more than 4500 toilets have been installed there so that's this good is, this is a real thing that that's out in the wild yeah you want those worming its way through the worm- system <laughs> I was afraid that was going to happen, and it did um all right well excellent <laughs> this and other great stories i don't know if you guys talked about the uh there's there's supposedly a uh, well, DTNS not famous for talking about rumors that have zero meat to the rumors, um, but there is a bit of a rumor floating around that the Switch uh, may be getting or a successor oh, to the, the Switch, Switch may be getting that yeah. DLSS tech from. We did we did talk did about, talk about that about uh, because that was from Bloomberg, mm. uh, and and so and uh, also I think uh, there was another 
source out there. Uh, but but the the news recently, what, uh, Bloomberg had already been reporting that its sources said a new switch was coming. Uh, the news recently was that it would include one of the NVIDIA GPUs that supports DLSS, uh, right. deep learning super sampling, which would allow it to upscale properly coded game so it wouldn't work backwards compatible the game would have to add code or come out with code that supports it but then upscale it to 4k which means the switch could stay small and relatively inexpensive uh but still output at 4k uh by doing this this upscaling and the dlss on the nvidia rtx 20 series that's out uh, it apparently works really well in some cases it looks even better than native 4k yeah that's the weird thing i want people to understand this it's it's a obviously it's a deeper topic we don't have time for today but this concept sounds dumb on the first, say face of it where you say, oh, you're upscaling. Everyone can upscale. That's, it's going to yeah, look right. all pixelated and blurry. No, no, no. They took like some of this testing I saw. They took like, I uh, can't remember the game. It was maybe Valhalla or something like that. And they, Or no, I don't remember. Anyway, they took it and they said, all right, we're going to output this at like 800 by 600, like the crappiest resolution possible. But then we're going to use this DLSS tech to upscale that output to 4K, and it was so pretty, it looked better than the game runs at 4K natively when they did it this other way. Like it's legitimately cool technology. So I hope I hope well because it's using deep learning. So yeah. it's it's where when you master a game at 4K, you have humans making it probably unless they're using deep learning to master it, right? right, right. Whereas the DLSS is saying we're really good at taking the pixels out of a game and turning them into pixels that are 4K. Like we have right. trained this thing really well, uh, so you don't have to know how it works; it just does. And with video games, that's a lot easier than video. Right. I don't know that DLSS does as good of a job on your, you know, streaming 1080p video. But with with a video game, you've got a more controlled situation of what the pixels are doing and where they're going. And DLSS works great on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really something. The stuff I've seen really blew my mind. So I hope Nintendo is actually considering something in this vein. It would really go a long way to keeping things backwards compatible, keeping that ecosystem running, but offering some better tv output stuff because right now 720 is not going to cut it or even 1080p in very few cases for most of their games they 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 need to up that game so we'll see how that goes all right more of this and many more other fantastic topics today on the daily tech news show i'll be on today as i am almost wednesdays and i'm very much looking forward to it and tom i owe you a bit of thanks for showing me the way on the newsletter front uh you, you've got a pretty rad one yourself and uh, decided to launch one uh, based on you and Justin, a few other people recommended, uh, recommending stuff. And I'm having a blast with it so far, even though I've been only doing it since Monday. Anyway, people should have uh, go find yours as, among whatever else you want to mention today. What else is going on yeah, in Tom's yeah. life? No, I, I enjoyed reading about your tankless uh, tasks yeah. uh, in, in today's... <laughs> today's newsletter uh if you'd like to to find out uh what i'm up to uh from from uh allergies to, to actual podcasts uh free tom newsletter uh, doesn't cost you a thing free tom newsletter.com uh thanks to everybody we've been i know this is working i've been mentioning it in a lot of different places but uh i've seen a lot of you joining up uh and a lot of you emailing uh with thoughts and that's been fun uh to to email back and converse so uh if you'd like to be part of that free tom newsletter.com go do it it's great and uh big thanks to you again for the great advice tom Merritt, everybody ace detect on twitter we'll see you a little bit later today bye bye now yeah scott Plummer came over and scott said tanks but no tanks yeah tanks but no tanks please he did take the old tanks with him which i appreciate 
but he had to do it by himself. And that seemed wrong. Like they're huge, sediment-filled, heavy heavy tanks. Yeah. Yeah. And they were about to burst, and he was worried about that. So he had this plastic run everywhere over any carpeted areas. And he just looked like it was, I just felt bad. Like, I think it was a two-man thing, and they got spread thin, and he he had to do it himself. And that's why he was here 10, 12 hours or whatever. Anyway, bad day. All right, we're going to Nicole this thing up proper. Yes, we are. Uh, Am I, though? Hold on. (laughs) <laughs> yes we are yeah yes we are yes we can okay she's uh joining us shortly and uh, when she does i'll hit this here button which is ready to be pushed any minute now as she joins the call any second from nicole spag everyone answering the call she's not answering from oh <laughs> Guys, look who it is! It's Nicole Spag from Colorado uh, joining us as she does every Wednesdays. Uh, every Sorry, Wednesday. I was making a vet appointment for Millie. She Aww. hasn't been feeling well. Can you see her? No. Yeah, matter? she's doing this weird thing. It's not really cough. It's not really vomit. It's just a. Oh, oh, like retching. And I don't know what it is. Yeah, Dog it's like retching. <laughs> well, it's like she has something caught in her throat and she can't get it out. Right. Aww. Probably, and she's she a, kind of, a, she's a garbage dog. So I'm like, does she have like... What did she eat? Like, what <laughs> yeah. did she eat? Remind me, the dogs breed... This is the one that's like my dog, right? Rainer and this Doberman. dog. She's a, right? she's a Doberman. Oh, yeah, but she's not, not cut, so she doesn't really look like a Doberman that much. Right. She oh, looks a lot like cut. mine. I'm not cut either. No. <laughs> Brian's is so big, he puts a zipper in it and keeps changing it. That's how big his, his little purse bag is. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, hey, uh, Nicole, it's good to have you here. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) We're glad to have you back. I'm glad your snow's melted, and I'm glad we could do recommendals once again here on the show. Uh, me too. uh, It's snow's melted, but yeah, we're getting more (laughs) snow. Are you getting less snow melted, but now we got more snow? Oh, man. We're getting some today as well, but uh, hopefully, we have painters too right now. Uh, Thankfully, they don't have to shut power or water off to do anything, but they're kind of also bugging me. Because the mm. HOA made us paint. Anyway, it's a long, sad story. Uh, Not getting oh, into that's it a today. Good time, isn't that a good time? It's a great HOA time. Says... HOAs can bite me in the butthole. All right. Uh, hey, uh, <laughs> let's do our first recommendal. This is uh, Brian's got two of them today, so we're gonna dive yes. right in. Brian, any setup for your first recommendation? Yeah. So I've got today. I've got a series and a movie, mm. and um, the series is brand spanking new, and. Um, uh, maybe one of the one of the weirdest but coolest things uh, I've seen in a long time. All right, Let's and you're going to hear. Um, well, you're going to hear a clip from Pedro across the street. Oh, all right. Well, here we go. I was wondering if you could do me a favor. I'm in my car uh, headed for the airport, and suddenly I got that feeling I may have forgot to lock the front door. Yeah, I hate that feeling. I know it. So, would you mind going over there to check just real quickly for me? I do it myself, but I'll miss my flight. Check your front door. If you don't mind. Uh, sure. Yeah, I can do that. I'll stay on the phone. All right. Heading over now. All right. I am crossing the street and... Oh, yeah. What? Man, I think your front door is, is actually open. Uh, like, completely open. Do you want me to call the police, or...? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, maybe. Do you, uh... Just taking a quick look inside, make sure everything's okay. 
I would say no. Yeah, that's a, that's a good <laughs> yeah he doesn't know much about Pedro across the street, but uh, uh, things don't go well. That's um, Pedro Pascal and Mark Duplass um, that you're hearing there. In oh, one, really? Yeah, in one of the episodes, which are like, 12 to 15 minutes long each of a brand new TV show called Calls. Yeah, Lenonade got this. It's a brand new show on Apple TV+. Plus. It is a... This is like very Black Mirror mm. combined with... Um, Man, I don't know what you like combined with a so podcast. What happened when he went in? What happened when he went into the house? You'll just have to listen to find out. <laughs> no. Uh, well, you say, listen. No. What is? The, what are the visuals in this thing? Is it actually acted That's out? That's the thing. The visuals are what makes it kind of wild. So the, the entire story, all nine episodes, are told through the process of phone calls. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the phone calls. Meanwhile, on screen, you're getting. Um, transcription of those calls with the words appearing as people are saying, which is really cool and weird kind of visualization stuff that happens along with them with like waveforms and stuff like that. It is, it is a podcast. It's a, it's a podcast, but the visuals do add something to the, to the story that you would not get as a podcast. There's like some, okay. some, uh, some cool visual stuff that happens with their words, depending on what's happening to them. Um, you can get through this whole thing in like two and a half hours, right? Cause they're all, it's nine episodes. They're all really short, but you've got Aubrey Plaza, Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown is fantastic in this thing. Um, uh, Judy Greer is also in that episode with, uh, uh, Pedro Pascal and Mark Duplass, uh, Karen Gillan from uh, Doctor Who, uh, Rosario Dawson. Um, it's it's a great, it's a big cast, none of whom you ever see on screen. And, they've, and they're, I'm guessing this was probably done during quarantine. I'm pretty sure it had to have been. Yeah. Uh, oh, see, been. you know what? I like that because I the stuff I don't like that was done during quarantine is all yeah. the stuff where they're constantly talking about being in quarantine. I hate those. It's and, the ones where they and get episodes creative. of like, TV shows where they're on Zoom. You yeah, know, it's I like, oh, that. I get enough Zoom in my life. I don't need. That's what I mean. I hate that. The only show I like, yeah. the only show I've liked at all that deals with quarantine directly is the is that Superstore show, uh, mm, because mm-hmm. it's all about a retail it makes sense thing, too. Right? Yeah, I mean yeah. that one, right? And it's funny. They have whole jokes about Karens and running out of toilet paper, and like they really dig into it. But the ones where they're just sitting on Zoom, going, oh, you know, here we are. The pandemic and this and that hate it. This stuff where it's like, oh, they creatively found a way to make something without having to have everybody in a cramped in a room. That's cool. I like, like it. John Wilson. John yeah. Wilson handled it really well too. Yeah. Oh, I love dude. Did oh, I tell you much yeah, I John Wilson. That? Yeah. Gosh, dang it, I love yeah. that. And there's a season two uh, coming. I can't wait. Uh. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh, so this is called Calls. It's on Apple TV Plus. If you've got access to it, this is a this is a really really cool thing. It's already got like eighty eight percent, or when I looked last, eighty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's only been out for for five days. But uh, like I say, you can get through this thing really quickly, and it's very like if you like Black Mirror, you'd be surprised how much they can do with just audio to give you this really creepy story mm. going on. Some time travel kind of stuff. It's excellent. It's really good. Sounds good. Uh, calls and it's on Apple TV Plus. Nice. Uh, tell me about your number two here. Number two is a movie. And if you've been following what I've been doing and you know what I do this time every year, then... 
there's only a couple uh, left that you could probably <laughs> guess that this could be. So let's see if we can figure it out. All right, here you go. This is your chart, Ruben. Now, as far as the volume that you can hear, you on your right ear were 28%, and on your left ear, you were 24%. That's what? On the left ear, you came in at 24%. Okay. No matter how loud I made the test, I could have put it at 11. You were still going to miss 70 to 80% of the words that I said. Okay. That is not good. Yeah, I see that. So what, <clears throat> what can we do about it? How do I get it back? Well, um, you have to understand something here. Whether or not this is related to your exposure to noise or it's an autoimmune issue doesn't really matter. I understand I got a problem. I'm asking you what I can do about it. Is it that, one, that metal one? It is. It's yeah. the drum, the, he's a drummer. He's a drummer, Sound of Metal. Yeah, he's uh, so Riz Ahmed um, plays a drummer in kind of a um, thrash metal kind of band, a duo, basically. It's him and Olivia Cook from uh, Ready Player One and Bates Motel. Um, they are a duo that that have this. They're on they're on tour and they're uh, performing live. And because of all the excessive volume that he's been exposed to, he starts losing his hearing and it gets really bad mm-hmm. as you can hear. So he has to uh, basically change his entire life, the way he does things. Um, his livelihood is drumming, and he can't do that if he can't hear. He can kind of try and get by with cues from uh uh with olivia cook but um but you know that doesn't go well Mm. so he's gotta he's gotta uh start learning sign language and and uh figuring out a way to to get around this thing this is um here's what's great about this movie is they do an amazing job more than any other movie i've seen that deals with deafness they do a great job of making you feel like you're experiencing it at points in the film as well. There are certain scenes that are done with, with not just dropping the sound, but um, compressing the sound into what you would hear if this was happening to you. Mm. And it is, uh, it's so good. Riz Ahmed is really good. Um, he's never not uh, good. That dude, he's, so he's good. never not good. And that thing yeah. that he did with John Turturro a few years ago on HBO, the night of, night of, Oh, so good. It was just fantastic. Yeah. That really um, got me, man. That thing stuck with me. I could not stop thinking about it. And they were talking about making a whole uh, follow-up series and multiple seasons that were all about John Turturro's character taking on new cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how that would have worked and if that ever fell through or whatever happened with it, but what if that was freaking fantastic. Yeah, and he was so good in that. Yeah, um, yeah not not a lot of other performers that you'd recognize in here, Paul Racy, uh, Lauren Ridloff, Matthew Almerick. These are people who you, you've seen in stuff like a guy from quantum of solace. Uh, Paul Racy was in uh, baskets and parks and recreation. A mm-hmm. um, lot of character actors and stuff, but, um, but Riz Ahmed and Olivia cook for that matter, both really, really good in this. And uh, it's a great story. And um wasn't somebody, uh, there's a best yeah. supporting actor in this that everyone's raving about, um, older guy? Uh, or I, probably, I'm, probably Paul Racy. Yes. Is that the guy? Okay. That's the guy. And he's, um, he's supposed to be incredible in this. 
he's really good. And I believe he's the, I have to look at a photo of him to confirm, but he's, um, uh, yeah, there it is right there. Yeah. He's, he plays kind of the mentor that, uh, Ruben starts looking to, Mm -hmm. to help him get through this Mm -hmm. and his, his no nonsense, my way or the highway kind of attitude is, um, is so it's, it's such a great deep character mm-hmm. and, uh, and the reasons for that, that attitude are so good. So yeah, Paul Racy, he's, he's getting awards or, um, nominations all over the place. You know, as people were saying, he's just like this Amazon, long, right? uh, it's on Amazon prime sound of metal. Yeah. He's supposed to be this long time, like, you know, uh, stage actor guy that everyone loves working mm-hmm. with. And they're all just stoked that he just getting recognition for, for this thing. Yeah. So, that's cool. So um, I shared, um, a Oscar winning short. I think it was from last year called the silent, oh, the silent child. Yes. It's, this was it's so like good. 20, yeah. 20 minutes. It's on YouTube. I shared the link with you. I, I, I caught it and I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. So Yeah. That one's another, another heartbreaking, but sweet. I totally remember this one. Yeah. Yeah, The shorts are so good. Like, uh, shorts international, I think is the, the group every year around this time, they, um, post a video that you can download of all of the, all of the animated and all the live action shorts and sometimes the documentary shorts. And that's as good as renting any movie. In my opinion, these things are always so good and so well done. Yeah. Nice. Yep. All right. Very cool. I started teaching uh, Ava sign language. We're oh, you doing did. our alphabet. Oh, you are. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Very She's cool. actually pretty good. Yeah. Kids pick that stuff up fast. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. nuts. That's how Van used to say whether he was full or not. And he would use sign language to tell us. And, yeah. In some all ways. Done. It, it, yeah, all done. In, in some ways he would stop. All done. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's the more, all done. Is it more something like, more, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's oh. great. Yep. If yeah. anything, it slowed yeah. down him actually saying the words, but now, now he's saying it. He's not doing the sign language as much, but that is cool. I'm glad you're doing that. Um, yeah. All right. I'm going to tell you about a thing that I watched that I really liked, and it was short and sweet and to the point and the kind of documentary that you don't need to invest in seven or eight episodes. Um, it was a good standalone documentary I just saw on Netflix, and I liked it. That's all I'll tell you. Let's see if you can figure it out. Here you go. Maybe... I don't know, every few years somebody will bring it up or something and I'll tell the story. Maybe I'll tell it at a party, how I uh, got a guy off from murder, you know. Um, Impress a date with it. I I don't know. It's a dangerous thing to do, to go around viewing life from the what-if perspective. What if we hadn't done the deal with Larry David? What if the camera crew hadn't gone to that aisle on the field level? What if his daughter had decided that she didn't want to go to the ball game? What if he hadn't made the phone call? What if, what if, what if? Okay. Any ideas? Wow. I thought Larry that was Larry David. David. Huh? Yeah. It is. Um, but it I is. had no idea he, uh, <laughs> and in some ways, I, 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 hope, of- I hope this doesn't ruin it for people at all, but I thought it was important to at least explain why the documentary is so striking because that is Larry David. And he was involved in this thing that just is, it's crazy. Okay, so the thing's called Long Shot. It's been around for a bit, 2017. I didn't know about it. It was a Netflix original documentary. I'd never seen it or heard it. But I saw that it was trending recently. And I'm like, oh, let's check this out. A little true crime, never hurt nobody. Let's see what's going on here. And it's about this guy, uh, Juan Catalan, Catalan, I think is how you say his name. He was arrested for murdering a 16-year-old that he was, adamant that he didn't that he didn't commit this murder um he's got a little girl nice guy 
His older brother had been in trouble, but he'd sort of stayed out of it. Huge baseball fan, just kind of a quiet, sports-loving kind of a nerd. Um, super devoted to his daughter. And he's, he's thrown in jail for this murder. And this is in L.A. And circumstantially, it looks like an open-and-shut case. The, somebody claimed they saw him on the street when, when it happened. They put him at a location. They had an artist, a court artist draw who it was. It was strikingly similar to this dude's face. Although there's a lot of weird racism stuff going on with how art artists work in court systems and people of color. But anyway, uh, the story is, look, I was at this this Dodgers game. I promise you I was at the Dodgers game. And they're like, nope, we don't. We have you placed here. Where there's no proof you were ever at a Dodgers game. Did you ever use a credit card? Well, no, I paid for everything with cash. Well, there's no way to show you're at the Dodgers game. We think you're making that up. Blah, blah, blah. And it was getting real ugly. And this uh, this this uh, defense lawyer got involved because he was like, there's something weird here. Uh, first of all, the guy just seemed extremely genuine in his interrogations, in all the statements he ever gave. It just didn't feel right that this dude was the was the one that did the killing. And so the, the long shot ends up being the only proof they can find of ultimately that he was at this game is at in season three or four of Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry, do you remember this, Brian? You probably remember this episode. Larry takes right. a prostitute he finds in the middle of the terrible traffic on the 409 or whatever, ends up taking a prostitute with him to a baseball game. Okay, and, yeah, sounds familiar, and right? He, and he meets Super Dave Osborne there, whatever his name. I forget his real name. Yeah. And there's Funk a whole thing. But yeah, it's that guy. And they're meeting there in in this baseball stadium. When the, and, and the production, you get to hear about all this. The production wanted it to be a real game so they could just have a giant crowd and have it just feel like Larry's at a game. And so they do that. And the only section that they had to kind of stop people from walking in and out of was where where Larry David was being filmed. And they were like, well, since none of the footage of the security stuff's working, we can't find anything else to show that he was at the game. Let's look at their production tapes and see what we can find. And maybe, maybe we'll catch a glimpse of this dude and his daughter at this game. This little girl, she's like four years old. And so they have this scene where Larry, and they've gone through like all the tapes almost, and they're like sad that they can't find anything. They're really disheartened. And then suddenly on one of these tapes, on one angle of Larry David, a long shot of Larry David, you see this dude who's in jail right now walk Mm -hmm. in front of the camera. He wasn't supposed to be let in there. The PA screwed up and let somebody walk through. You see him walk through with his little girl holding her hands, got popcorn, and tells her how to scooch into the thing and have a seat. It's this like perfect close-up of this dude getting in and Mm -hmm. sitting down at the time they say the murder was committed. He's at this freaking game. And then later they found another tape, which was a a wide shot that showed another shot of him up, you know, kind of a small shot of him scooching in and sitting down that matches the close-up video. (sighs) And basically got this thing thrown out. But not only that, it got... Two of the pros- two of the prosecuting or no, sorry, the uh, two of the police that did the thing basically admitted to lying under oath, making up stuff, uh, trying to cheat this guy yeah. into wow. incriminating himself and all this sort of thing. So they got busted. Uh, the prosecutor looked like a complete hose bag, uh, and then they bring Larry David in on this thing to talk about what it's like to be involved in a case like this. It was fantastic. That's I loved it. It was so good because it was all about. This little bit of justice, but also mm-hmm. it was a reminder of how the system is tilted against people of color and people of lower economic status. Mm-hmm. And it will 
it will both inflame you a little, but also hearten you a little bit. A little bit. And this guy is just the sweetest guy. I am so happy that freaking Larry David filmed his show that one day. <laughs> right. And that this guy got in past the PA. Yeah. Yeah, and they talk to the PA who says, you know what? I think I was just a shitty PA, and I'm really glad I was so shitty. And this guy was getting all. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm posted. He was I'm getting, glad I didn't do my job. He was getting all right, teared. Yeah. He was getting teared up about it and, and stuff. It's a really well-made, nice, short, like an hour, 48 minutes, something like that. Yeah. But a really well-made, mm-hmm. high-quality, single thing documentary that is just awesome. So. Go watch it. It's long shot. It's on Netflix. It's an Netflix original. 2017 is when it came out. It's out. It's up there now. And I think you'll you'll really like it. They have a couple other actors on that talk about they were there that day too. And so they were like part of the, you know, they became part of the investigation because the girl playing the prostitute was like, yeah, we were there. And I remember this guy. <laughs> yeah. They, it was really <laughs> interesting. <laughs> so you should see it and uh, see for yourself if you liked it as much as I did. Very, it was very cool. Good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Oh, when they, uh, uh, sorry, I don't want to just give it away, but they did find out who really killed the girl okay. in the end. And, and it just, it just goes to show that if you're lazy about evidence collecting or you're just biased toward your community, you can really F up people's lives and, or potentially he could have gotten the death penalty, like straight up. Ugh. It would have been bad and he didn't do anything. It just seemed like the nicest guy and his little girl's so mm. cute. She had to testify in court and everything. And, she was so cute. Aww. Anyway, all right, Nicole. Speaking of cute, no, I have no, I have no right. idea what you're doing. What do you tell us? What you brought today? Doesn't have to be cute. <laughs> so I, I have been drunk on nostalgia Whoa. lately. <laughs> I've been going back through, and just there's right now for whatever reason there's a lot of stuff that just it's going after those memories for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I have two things. I have a show. And I have a documentary. All right. Okay. So gonna... here's the show. Here's the show. Uh, All right. Here we go. We have a show. It's going to give it away. I, I just did trailers, so it's going to say what it is. All right. Whatever. Let's see how this goes. Oh, it didn't open. Why? Let me open it in its own window. Sorry, everybody. Hold on. Okay. Let's just. <laughs> why is that happening? Okay. That's being weird. All right. Hold on, you guys. Uh, Discord's being funky. Okay. There we go. And now audio. And volume. All right, here we go. This is the true story. Of seven strangers. I can't believe we're in the same place. (laughs) It still smells the same. It still looks the same. Okay, we are officially re-roommated. Oh, my God. This is where we live? This is totally (laughs) insane. This is not going to happen. They can't do this to seven people. If I'm attracted to someone of my own sex, why should I be so afraid of it? Get off the black white thing! It's a reality! Find out what happens when people stop being polite and start getting real. All over again. No way. I can't believe we're back 30 years later. We're gonna party and yes! The neighbors are going to be pissed. Oh boy. I didn't meet any cute boys tonight. I didn't either. What was it like after you had oh, come out Norman on the show? Now. It was hard. My friends left me. <laughs> all right. He represents what we all need to be, which is What's love. Good? It's 29 years later and we're still having... Oh my gosh, look at these middle-aged people. Yeah. It's freaking me it's out. It's us. We are the middle-aged I know. 
right. I know. This yes. show came out. We have and seen I was like, the enemy, and they are us. Like, what were we? We were their, their age. We were like 22, <laughs> Brian. We were like 21, 22 yeah. years old so when this I, came out. 90, so this, ha- this was... So for those of you that are young that are listening to the show, uh, this came out in 1992. This is really the first reality show. Mm-hmm. This is the one that laid the foundation for everything that you see today. Yeah. And they didn't know how it was going to happen. Like you get an inside view from this reunion. So this is the real world homecoming. It's on Paramount plus. Um, I think there's three episodes out. I was only, I've only seen one because I was like very impacted by it. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, me, I'm going to cry. So I cr- I cried. I wasn't expecting to cry. There was just two there's a lot of lot of packed into that because I remember when it came out and I was hooked on it and it was just like nothing. There was nothing like it on TV. What were you then? Probably um, what, like 16, 17, something like that? 90, 92, I was 16. I was yeah. in, I was I was uh, probably a junior, sophomore. Yeah, junior Brian and I were like school. 22, going on 23. Mm-hmm. It, it's a it's a specific moment in time, right? Like at this Yeah. Like it's hard to explain, but for me, it's, it's very like specific. The beginning of my twenties, it's this like really specific moment, and I understand if people didn't have the connection with it, why they'd hear about this and just go whatever, freaking real world, yeah. whatever. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm personally, I feel like I have a little bit wrapped up in this, like you do. I kind of want to see it and feel that, feel that. I don't yeah. know. It's a weird thing. It's and weird. It's, and and well, uh, going back I never, to it. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, as you say, I never got into the New York. Like I, I started watching during the second season, so I never really got to know this first New York crew. I got to know them through uh, reunions and things like that that they would do later on with yeah. all the different groups. Um, but uh, if they do one of the second or third season of this, the uh, the L.A. or with the, Puck. Uh, oh my God! Remember Puck? Puck? Yeah. Oh, totally remember Puck and Pedro and uh, season three, right? Hey, oh, Pedro. I mean. You have to understand at the time, gay characters were not on TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was real people that, you know, Norman right. was real. He was, he was nice. Pedro was, had AIDS. And it was like, right. that time was scary for a lot of people that didn't understand AIDS. Mm-hmm. So, there, I, think- I, I just feel like the show in those early years, it was really, it was more important to a lot of people than I think you realize. And it also, and it, I had, didn't realize until I watched it. They hadn't figured out how to do the manipulative editing as well back then, right? So it was, yeah. you know, you'd get the, instead of them having to make somebody the bad guy, I know it's like, well, you know, Puck kind of stepped right into that role. We didn't have to like add tense music or, um, saw blades on metal to get the uh, to get the villain sound for Puck. He did it himself. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's so it's you know it's kind of those early days of reality before when reality was a little closer to real. Still, you know, obviously, still they're editing out. Well, the seven of them they come into this reunion and they talk about they had no idea what they were getting into because the way that they were cast was they were looking the casting call was we're looking for musicians artists to film basically a documentary they had no idea 
this concept of reality TV because mm-hmm. it just didn't exist. Mm-hmm. So the producers actually wanted something totally different than what they gave them. Yeah. And it blew up and yeah. it was just, it was real. And they were talking about race. I mean, we're still talking. And that's what is really, I think, interesting to go back is it's, it's all the same, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I feel like our lens is hopefully changing. Yeah. And Kevin, I really, really wanted to hear from him. And I just kind of looking back at the fight that he had with Julie and it's just, Mm-hmm. It I, I recommend it, especially if you grew up on it or if you watched it when it came out or even if you're younger and you kind of want to see because they have all on Paramount Plus. They actually have the first season of the real world. I think they have they have a lot of the real worlds. It goes up to, I think, season six and then it just kind of stops mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then it picks up in like the 2000s. And I was like, what is this? Yeah, I had a. <laughs> I will admit. I'll, I'll admit I had kind of a crush on in, Julie. She was the one from Alabama, right? Oh, Julie, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah Julie. Yeah, I had a crush on her. Um, I will say those later uh, real worlds, I, I was just reading the description. They were really trying hard to make it interesting where they would bring people in and then they would bring somebody that you knew that you had a problem with in just to create the drama. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't even want to go near yeah. that we found a uh right we found somebody that uh uh is super racist and we're gonna put him in a house with somebody you know basically mm-hmm. it's like you had yeah. a problem with your ex 10 years ago well here she is yeah. she's it's, gonna make your life hell it's too bad yeah. because uh, i'm sure it sold more or sold more i'm sure it got higher ratings and stuff because they don't do that did st- because i don't recognize any of those well people. you don't like, but don't, what i'm saying is they like stopped making them they did well did they i think they kept going they right? did Oh, well, I, I don't know. 2016, Every, I think, was the last one I think I saw in the list. Yeah, and that's a long run. At least run. it's on Paramount. That's yeah. a long run, 92 to 2016 or what, whatever it was. Like, that's a lot. Can I tell you, can I tell you something funny? Yeah. I actually uh, uh, sent in a videotape to try to be on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have that tape? Do you have video? I want to see it. No, no. This is back in 2000. And so it was like one of those little camcorders, the little tiny, not the big giant VCR ones, but little tiny ones. You don't have this? Do you have this somewhere? Do you have like a tape? No, I haven't. There's only one copy. I sent it off to New York or wherever the heck the casting call was. And (laughs) I'm sure it was in thousands upon thousands. And they popped it in and said, yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I really want to. I want to see yeah. that tape. I can't. Now it's all I think about is wanting to see your <laughs> tape. Um, yeah, I, I see. Here's the thing: those first three or so episodes, or first two or three seasons of that show, uh, you know, were I thought were like, hey, interesting look into people's lives, and then mm-hmm. and then it got weird, and then reality TV itself got weird, and the standard today yeah. is weird, and I hate it. I don't enjoy it at all. I don't either. Um, Sometimes when it's contest related, sure, sort of, but even that stuff's lame. That's why everyone loves the British Bake Off so much because it kind of goes back and says, yeah, there's competition, but also let's just have people be normal and not fake rivalries and all this stuff. And so I really hope that if people see this and they have nostalgia for it, like maybe they'll, maybe this will do really well for them and it'll spark better reality show style like more documentary straight tellings of mm-hmm. people's live stories 
Uh, it must sell to be goofy like the way they do it today. It must, or why would they do it? Like, I can't imagine uh, any other reason, but I hate it. And if they want me back, they got to give me something more, well, more real. Can, can you name, <laughs> can you name the, like, say the first three real worlds? It was New York. Yeah, Where'd New they York, go next? LA, then, and then LA, San Francisco. And San Francisco. San Francisco. And then was then, the fourth uh, New Orleans? No. Miami Sh- or Florida. Chicago. Was it, was it Florida? When did they do London? I think London was the last one I watched. Oh, London was the fourth. Was London, London, was London the fourth? fourth? I think so. I thought they. I thought they did. <laughs> it's so hard. They start. They start to mix, and then yeah. they started doing. Yeah, ninety-five. Then they started doing road rules. Yeah, yeah. and right. then that like I was like, my brain can't take anymore. Yeah, it was ninety-five. Yeah, I remember watching the first Vegas season and the the like the uh, second New York season. Um, I think we probably we probably stuck it out through maybe the first six or seven seasons, and then yeah. it just started to feel too. Like it, then it felt too manufactured. Yeah. 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 So that was 95. Yeah. That was season four. I just confirmed it. London. Highly recommend the real world uh, homecoming on Paramount plus uh, had weird dreams that night too. I mean, it, it, it affected me way more than I thought it would. Yeah. It was really weird. Yeah. I, so. I suspect it's, there's a little bit of like also acknowledging how much time has passed and, People's mm-hmm. lives change, and your own life has changed a lot. They all show up. They're all show, They're all there too. So the rocker dude, I thought, the, the I thought uh, the dude, the grind dude, had to back Eric. out or something. Eric, no, Eric, Eric moment. is there. He's oh, there. Okay, all right, all right. He's there. I'm in. I'm going to watch it. Um, I have a connection. I will. I will say there's a conversation that they have talking about. Hey, I think friendship in general is like this. You, I mean, I have friends from high school that I haven't seen in years. But I still consider them a good friend. And years just kind of happen. And you, then you look back and you're like, it's been 29 years. What the hell? <laughs> like, what happened? Yeah. So if anything, it's a reminder to reach out to people that you care about, too. So just real quick, the chat room won't stop asking why Nicole has a, a light over her face. It's her lighting in her room, you guys. It's coming through the window. Oh, do I? You're getting like a... Uh, they oh, keep going, what's go, what's going on with the technology of today's stream? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, it's sorry. light. Sorry. Here, I'll fix it. You're you look fine. like you're a, 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 de- a hard-nosed detective in a film noir... <laughs> uh, it's, my, it's, it's, it's totally cheddar. fine. It's Sorry. just the chat room going all web sleuth on me over here about uh, what uh, yeah, what yeah. could possibly be going on. Scott, check with the somebody. Uh, check the engine. I fell down the rabbit hole of looking at uh, other seasons and, and remembering like uh, Trishel from Las Vegas and oh, um, yeah. Ruthie and Amaya from the Hawaii season. Oh, uh, forgot about Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. I did with Hawaii Seattle. One. I just remember New Orleans because I had a girl from Utah in it, so everybody freaked out here. Mm. Ava, hold on just a second. Ava, what do you need? What do you need? She's sign language. No, you can't buy you can't buy anything. Go play. (laughs) Flipping her mom off. (laughs) This is my life now. Mom, can I buy something on the iPad? No. No, No, you can't. Definitely not. You you don't have a job. (laughs) You don't have a job. We did go back in two thousand six and watch the Denver one. And that Denver, the the house that is the Denver or was the Denver real world house is a, uh, a pretty nice bar and restaurant that you can go to and see, you know, basically what they, what they turned into the house and then turned back into a, a restaurant bar. It's downtown. I don't even know if I watched the Denver one. Now I'm curious. I didn't know there was a Denver one. That's news. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. They never did an SLC. All right. So one. that was, so that's the show right. okay. on Paramount Plus. All right. It's so weird that they call it this. I'm glad that, honestly, CBS All Access was kind of lost on a lot of the stuff that was in there. So rebranding that, I think, was probably a good idea. It was, but their sign-up process sucks. I went to go try the trial, and they they kept they kept saying, sorry, something wrong with your login, and wouldn't, wouldn't tell me what. So I'm like, well, all right, then. I guess I'm not using Paramount+. Plus. It's like, what are you guys even yeah. doing? They wouldn't let me sign up. Anyway, long story. All right. So uh, this one is a, a documentary on Netflix. Um, very easy watch. And here you go. Okay. Here we go. I'm hitting play. Hold on to your butts, everybody. Play is the button I'm hitting. Here it comes. In a world where video stores have all but disappeared. Good choice. Hey, look at the James Bond section. Every James Bond movie. Every Avatar movie, because, you know, there's just the one so far. <laughs> hey, late fees. I understand that you have to do it. Otherwise, people just keep those videos. I know I did. I know I did. <laughs> Meet Sandy, the Blockbuster mom. So um, when I started in 2004, um, Blockbuster Video had nine, roughly 9,000 stores and over 60,000 employees. Um, and now... The world has moved on, it says. So That's I almost right. pit play on this last night and then was tired and didn't do it. How is I, I hit play on this the night before last and loved it. It's and it's such an easy watch, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not like you know, you kind of know, you know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. the end of it. Uh, it's so called, this yeah. is, the documentary is called the last block bu- bu- blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> the last blockbuster. Uh-huh. The last blockbuster. Got it. <laughs> uh, Kevin Smith did this uh, documentary. Did and, he? I, uh, thought, I thought I thought I thought he just got interviewed for it. Um, no, it says right here, Kevin Smith oh, really? documentary. Okay. Okay. But maybe he didn't. I don't know. He, yeah, he's in it. Let me he's definitely in it getting interviewed. But then you've got, oh, maybe maybe it's just some misreading. Ron Funches the, and... Uh, who did it? Oh, it's directed by well, Taylor, it. Taylor Morton, yeah. whoever Taylor Morton is. Okay, so it, yeah. I wonder if... Well, he's Kevin just Smith's in it. In it. Yeah. He's <laughs> just in it. <laughs> As yeah. one of the interviewed uh, celebrities. Also, Jamie Kennedy is in it. And they're... So like one of the guys from Smash Mouth, the guitarist from Smash Mouth, and uh, really? one of the lead vocals from Savage Garden. Yeah, oh, weird. Oh, yeah. funny. Yeah, the guy uh, who's there's a guy, voice, a voice poster. actor. Oh yeah, yeah the, he's the, the voice actor. He's, he's the Clone Wars. Yeah, Clone Wars voice yeah. actor. Uh, hmm. So this kind of takes you through the history of video store rental because I thought it was very poignant because there's like. There's no music store rental. There's, you know, mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. is there video store rental? And they kind of take you back through the history of, and I'm going to take you on a little journey of when I was a little girl and wanted to watch Ghostbusters at home. <laughs> because when video stores came out, you could not afford, you couldn't afford the VCR. You couldn't afford the tape. The tapes were $100. Yeah. So what ended up happening was these companies, small mom and pop shops would buy a couple copies and then rent them out. And the big studios priced them that high because the way they looked at it was, well, if we're going to put this on a VCR tape and, you know, 20 people are going to watch it, we're losing money in the theater. So we have to price these movies high. And so... 
the whole concept of renting the movies came about because the, it was just too damn high. <laughs> it was too <laughs> damn much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so when I was a kid, my dad rented a VCR. We ha- our, our local mom and pop shop was called the home cinema. And it was like, it was just an experience. You went in, there was just racks and racks of movies the movies were never on the rack. You had to take the box to get the movie. Mm-hmm. And there was a there was a back room with the little beads right. on it. Just the way they describe it, exactly <laughs> like that. Yeah. We had that. I was totally so the so they would know anytime anybody went into that back room, because that's the naughty room. Um, so kids wouldn't go back there. And because of these small little things you had blockbuster that came in that kind of sanitized the whole process and also made it really easy to find the the newest releases and they go into the documentary and say how they did that and working with the studios and all that but it's really interesting to watch this documentary to see kind of the rise and the fall of mm-hmm. video rental and and why blockbuster went out of business because it wasn't yeah. Netflix. No, so. that's the surprising thing. Yeah, that was yeah. the that was my today. I learned from that thing. But the yeah. uh, but this woman is so great, Carol. This the, the blockbuster mom in Bend, Oregon, um, goes out and Carol? gets. I thought it was Carol. Yeah, she goes out. Her. That was oh, Kelly. Kelly. Anyway, uh, she goes out and buys the movies. If people want a movie that they don't have, she goes to Target or Amazon and buys yeah. it so that so that people can rent it. And uh, it's just super cool. Her name is Sandy, by the way. <laughs> Sandy. Sandy. Sorry. Kelly. Yeah. Sandy, Carol. Certified, Kelly. Thirty-five seventy-six. Um, he uh, said, asked about oh, what was it? Not the bat. The VCRs. No, it was codes from home saying the VCRs are expensive again because nobody makes them anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to recommend if you are looking for a VCR, go to shopgoodwill.com. Nice. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Nice. You can find them there yeah, all the, the time. The one we had, Nicole, same thing. We rented the VCR and the movies for the weekend, right? So it'd be the VCR yep. and five movies and it was like 15, 20 bucks or something. Yeah. Uh, and you just watch the hell out of them exactly. <laughs> over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Well, I told you guys I had that friend or I told Brian, but I had that friend who was the son of the prison warden at, at our prison here in the state. And he somehow had a connection where he could get bootleg versions of like all the Star Wars movies, E.T., <laughs> whatever, these bootleg ass free conversions of these tapes and we would share these around <laughs> junior high and everybody's watching like totally illegal versions of like empire strikes back uh <laughs> from this kid whose dad was the prison warden it's so weird i'll never forget like it. people would halfway through the movie you'd see people getting up to go get popcorn like blocking the screen for a minute in a couple of cases yeah like the et <laughs> yeah. copy had that yeah and it looked like it looked oh terrible the sound was terrible but the other ones like we had an Indiana Jones copy that was legit, but so copied so many times that it was degre- you know, it was de- degraded. It looked terrible, and it was just like choppy yeah. and, and grungy and stuff. But we loved it. We didn't care. We were yeah. just like put it on repeat. Oh my gosh, Indiana, Indy, Indy, <laughs> Indy, bad dates, Indy. You know, we didn't care. <laughs> oh, I have a loved really it. weird history with uh, movies and, I guess, illegal activity. Um, because my dad had one of those big giant set. We, I grew up in the country, like nearest neighbor was two miles away. So he had 
one of those big giant satellite dishes that you had to like turn to get to the different satellites. Mm -hmm. And early on HBO, all those companies, they didn't like lock the down. You could, they would put them on these wild feeds and you could just watch movies. Right. And so my dad would do that and we would fill up VCR tapes. You could fit three movies to a VCR tape. (laughs) And we had, hundreds of VCR tapes just full of like movies. And I would well, go through and categorize if them. If you're recording in EP mode, right? The extended play mode, extended. if you want the higher quality. Oh, no, you couldn't fit that SP many. Mode. Yeah. We, we were all about quantity, not quality <laughs> with, the, with the movies that we would take off the satellite dish. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And we, so. if there was something scrambled, we'd sit there for hours trying to see if we could see a boob. Or whatever. We were oh, so yeah. into it. Yeah. It was like, wait, I think oh, no, I saw nothing something. was scrambled. Nothing was scrambled when we were doing it. Oh, well, ours were. We could never get, you couldn't get any of the channels, like any premium cable style channels, none of that on ours. Yeah. But, but if did we, you have the big giant satellite? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And we get yeah. it aiming at the right thing. And we knew it was on the HBO thing, but it was being scrambled because my parents or whoever, mm. wherever we were, would scramble it. So we just sit and look at this fuzz going, I know there's going to be <laughs> yeah, did- something. Did you have the the satellite remote control that was like a big, wide, brown, wood-paneled box with <laughs> buttons that you'd push for each channel yeah, as opposed like to like numbers? Yeah. 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 D- and you'd hit I mean, it. D4 go, was my favorite satellite. <laughs> I, had a, I, have, I had a couple favorite satellites because I think D4 at, on Saturday at like 2 o'clock, Tales from the Dark Side would come on. Oh my God. <laughs> I, mean, I had like... A whole system of my own channel guide in my head because you just never yeah. knew what you're gonna find. You knew what you so. liked, yeah. You knew yeah. what you liked. Yeah. Uh, well, this is fantastic. <laughs> Great recommendations all around. There I meant go. to watch that. I'm gonna now for sure. And uh, the rest of it all sounds good too. Nicole puts the stuff on, on her uh, Twitter account. Twitter account. I do. Which you can find at Nicole Spag. And uh, Nicole, you'd be happy to know that uh, behind Don Cheeto's head in the first episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, there's yeah. a little picture that there's a, my name is up there saying I vanished during the I snap. saw that. I was wondering yeah. what was going on with and that. There, That's awesome. And what's more, what do I like more, that or that it's Don Cheeto in front of it? And I'm not sure which. I thought of you, though. Oh, uh, Don Cheeto. Yeah. Old Don Love Cheeto. So uh, Nicole Spag, have a fantastic day. We'll see you next time. Sorry, Brian. Kevin Kipper say? found that uh, that exact remote control, the wood paneled remote control thing. I'll put it in our Discord yes, chat. Please, but let's see it. That is oh the satellite remote gosh. control with like. <laughs> Look at that thing! Are you kidding me? Uh, each each channel, I guess each one. Uh, if it was in three positions, it would give you a different button. Look at that damn thing! I'm gonna zoom in on this and show the chat room. Look at this chat room. Look at this thing. Oh my gosh! Seriously, that is some. Um, Mm-hmm. bringing memories back and anybody who had one of those big ones this is what you did this is just the best you had yep yep exactly yep. oh my god look at that's that. great <laughs> it's like something you could play pong on or something <laughs> it does and the wood paneling remember when our devices used to have wood paneling oh those were the days uh-huh. um all right excellent work everybody well done uh we went long there so i'm gonna end early Good. not early but not gonna do our mashup till tomorrow we'll do a bonus tomorrow yeah, don't you it. worry we'll save it We'll cut Wendy short and we'll do a mashup. Yeah, yeah, it'll all be fine. All right. Uh, that is going to do it for today. Thank you all for being here. We appreciate it. Thanks for supporting us over at patreon.com slash TMS. And uh, if you want to get a little extra on top of that, uh, subscribe to that newsletter. That's over at frogpants.club, C-L-U-B. 
It's also linked on the main site, which you can find at frogpants.com slash TMS. Send us your emails and your feedback. Tell us why we're wrong about how we say Jaguar. I don't know. Whatever you want. <laughs> the morning stream at gmail.com. Okay, Brian. Uh, unless you've got anything like, else, let's do a song. Like we, as if we need to tell people to email us about things that they don't like or that we get wrong. Yeah, yeah as if. As yeah, if. As if. As if. All right. What uh, are we playing today? No, Bagheera. That is a remote control. That is not a cable box. That's an actual remote control. Yeah, 100%. Uh, all right, let's go to a birthday for uh, friends, Barry Folk, actually, for Bobby Ann. It's Bobby Ann's birthday, or as Scott once called them, uh, Barry Ann and Bobby Folks. Uh, <laughs> Barry, wrote in, Barry wrote in and said, <laughs> Hi, Brian. I happened across this song while randomly wandering through 80s cover songs today. Really enjoyed her take and thought it'd be nice to play for Bobby Ann's birthday. I've never heard of Bishop Briggs before, but I'm really enjoying her music. Thanks. Signed, Barry. Now the truth needs to come out because uh, this this song isn't just something that randomly came up, Barry. This is from the soundtrack to Fifty Shades Freed. Barry. It's a cover. <laughs> so now you're busted. Now we know where it came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, uh, Never Tear Us Apart, originally by In Excess, uh, performed here by Bishop Briggs for the Fifty Shades Freed soundtrack from 2018.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Hey, buddy. Did you just see a real bright light? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.